0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Today on Locked On Red Wings, should Detroit sign Vladimir Tarasenko? You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We are your hosts, Brian Fisher and Scotty Bentley. I'm a podcast producer for the Daily J, a WWJ Radio podcast. Well, Scotty's a host over at Lockdown Tigers, as well as a freelance journalist for the Detroit News. And today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. And on today's episode, guys, I mean, as you can see on today's show, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening to us via Spotify, the Odyssey app or Apple podcasts Uh, today's show. We're going to be talking about Vladimir Tarasenko, whether or not it would make sense for the Detroit Red Wings to sign him. And then uh, segment three, we're going to be finishing up with a, how do you feel about it? Friday Um, But before we get to any of that, a little bit of a news and notes, kind of a follow-up on things we've talked about uh, in previous episodes, more came out about Blake Wheeler and Pierre-Luc Dubois and Connor Hellebuck, just reaffirming that they'll probably not be on the team come next season. Uh, And Winnipeg wants players now back to help them compete for a Stanley cup. So that just more or less reaffirms the conversation we had the other day. They're not looking for picks and prospects unless they're NHL ready. And they're looking for players in return.
0: Yeah. And uh, you know, when we broke down a lot of those guys, that was kind of the assumption we were under. And um, thankfully we, yeah. The conversation we had was kind of based around that anyway. So good job for us, I guess. And I pat but ourselves
1: just, on the back on that one. Right. Uh, Reaffirming the just
0: kind of what we already knew mostly.
1: And then the other uh, news to note was Alex Dabrinkit. It sounds like the auto senators are going to take him to arbitration. We mentioned on the episode talking about a potential trade to Detroit uh, that he uh, was an arbitration eligible RFA, restricted free agent. Now, this is. I was surprised at first when I was like, oh, they're taking him to arbitration. Like, he wants to leave. Like, he doesn't intend to sign there. But then, once I read more, it made sense. This is similar to what the Flames did with Matthew Kachuk last year. They take them to arbitration because, on one hand, this prevents other teams from offer sheeting Alex it In arbitration, you can't be offer sheeted. Also, on top of that, what it means that his qualifying offer is $9 million, I believe I, I saw taking him to arbitration means that they could potentially sign him for 15% under his qualifying offer. That means that they could sign and trade him at a discount in air quotes, which could help his trade value because he'll be on a less value deal than what his or what he was set to be paid via qualifying offer. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. I believe last year, Matthew Kachuk got dealt before the, arbitration went through this is just kind of a way to extend the trade window so to speak without any repercussions coming from a offer sheet he's gonna get dealt it sounds pretty much set in stone at this point
0: yeah and and uh, i mean also just like i mean for them like if they win arbitration then there you go the contract's lower like it's it's really you know, there's there's no reason obviously not to, and they're going to trade him, so they need to at least take him to arbitration so that he's on their team. <laughs> so, like, yeah, they're, they're just going to, I would imagine they are just going to give a ridiculous lowball offer to the arbitrator, and uh, and and we'll see, I guess, who wins, if assuming that he's not dealt before the hearing.
1: Yeah, and I fully expect him to be traded at this point, and I would fully expect Steve Eisman to be, involved in those talks now whether or not it, it, it comes to a head and becomes anything remains to be seen because it's an division rival and that's a really hard thing to pull off in the nhl not to say it can't happen but i think steve Eisman's is going to be picking up the phone and giving a call saying what's it going to yeah. take to get this this michigan native back home especially with his skill set
0: absolutely
1: all right scotty uh you ready to move on to our main topic on today's episode
0: I am. I'm very ready.
1: You're very ready. All right, Vladimir Tarasenko is... We've been talking a lot about, when, when it comes to these free agent conversations, guys we think would be good fits, but I think we'd be remiss to not talk about other big names in the free agent class. And Vladimir Tarasenko is one, because at one point, it seemed like Vladimir Tarasenko, and for a short flash, he was, was going to be a star in the NHL. I believe he had at least one 40 goal season. Let me double check on that. He had one 40 goal season and he's had four, five 30 plus goal seasons under his belt. His career high in points is 82 games or 82 points. Rather his, uh, but his big detriment to him is the fact that he has struggled to stay healthy largely throughout his career. When he is healthy, he's dynamite on the ice this season you know, he only played 69 games played again, battling some injury issues, but he did have 60 points. His goals took a, or I'm sorry, 50 points. Rather his goals take a, took a hit and his assists took a hit. But you know, this is a guy who a lot of people are going to be talking about in the NHL just because of brand recognition, name recognition. At one point, Vladimir Tarasenko was looked at like he was going to be a stud. And he was, like I said, for a hot second, but the injuries just happened. Scotty, at 31 years old, does a team as desperate for scoring like the Detroit Red Wings are take a gamble on Tarasenko?
0: I mean, I'll be honest. I, I think the fit is, is darn near perfect. Uh, it's just a matter of how much you're willing to pay him, which I, I don't want to be like a broken record and just say that about everybody, because that's kind of, you know, captain obvious. Like, yeah, be, like we're not going to be afraid of 15 mil. Most people are going to be upset. You know what I mean? Like, I, at the end of the day, it's always going to come down to that. But, um, I, I mean, he's been at a, what, a seven and a half mil cap hit for the last mm-hmm. almost decade, for the last like seven eight years. Um, so if, if you're around that, some ballpark uh, around that, I would imagine uh, that that's decent value if he can stay on the ice. And obviously the big question is, you know, he's 31. He'll, t- he'll turn 32 about halfway through this upcoming season, uh, is that a risk that everyone's willing to take? I, I mean, it's, it's hard not to be okay with, like th- this is a, a guy that in every single year he has played over every year, but one that he has played over 60 games in his entire career, he scored over 30 goals. Like that, that's, that's obviously great. That's something that this team needs desperately and certainly the last five years have not been as productive as the first seven or eight because of the injuries and the age and whatnot. But um, like this year was what a uh, 70 games played 50 point season. I mean, that was, that's not fantastic production. That's not seven and a half mil AAV at his age, given the track record and everything. But if the money gets chopped and, you're confident that he's going to stay on the ice. Like I, I have a hard time saying no to it, but I mean, there are two big clauses there that I just gave as well. I, I guess
1: I'll be honest. Like, I mean, this is the situation with every time we have this conversation, like the answer is yes. Given a, if, if this specific thing happens, like if it's a short term and right. the money is not seven and a half mil, I don't think he's going to make that much because like you said, the last five years with the, with the exception of uh, last season, he's been out all year with injury. You know, it's crazy. He started the season, his career outside of his rookie season, where he only played thirty eight games played. Like it was an upwards trajectory. He ended up with having one, two, three, four, five straight seasons of thirty plus goals. One a 40 of which he, goal season at, yeah, at twenty
0: four years old. Yeah,
1: one of which was a forty goal season. Like I said, he was a star in the NHL for you know yeah, a he's hot a goal second away from Very that, good. that
0: 40 goal seasons there you go yeah
1: it's just then the injuries happened and he only played 10 games in 2019-2020 and he only played 24 in 2020-2021 and then the season after that he got back to where he was i remember that season two people were like Terrace Sanko's back 82 points and then this year 50 points it took another dip in production so uh, if the if given his age and his injury history i would personally be Scotty very apprehensive about signing him to a contract unless it's short term like one or two year prove to me you still have it on not like less money than he was just making you I can't wrap up I mean maybe for if it's a one year or two year deal you could swing it because it's going to be off your books in no time and you have plenty of cap space but I don't think a lot of NHL teams are going to be willing to give him that money just based on his his production having taken a huge hit due to the fact that he's been super injured when he's healthy, he's a genuine game changer. Like he can be that, that guy, you know, him on the ice, but he's just never healthy these last few seasons. And that is a huge concern for me. I don't want to wrap up a long contract in a guy who's not going to be on the ice.
0: Yeah. And, and yeah, age and injury both definitely play uh, into effect. I, I think everyone is pretty much on the same boat there, um, so if we assume that it's a, a shorter term, you know, two, maybe three years at most year your deal, I'm curious as to what the AAV would have to be for us to be like, okay, we're okay with this. Right. Cause again, like, like we said earlier, if it's seven and a half, uh, I uh, I would imagine that's going to be the starting point for him. I can't imagine a team is going to give him that. So it's just going to trickle down like, at what point are you comfortable, money-wise per year, saying, "Okay, I'm I'm willing to do this for two or three years"?
1: Yeah, and I'll give you what I think, but first I got to talk to the people today about Bird Dogs.
0: It was a pro transition.
1: Thanks, man. I've been practicing. Not really. Bird Dogs make you look good. Their stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and let giving you leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit so much better that regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton just will never feel the same. Bird Dogs fix that issue by investing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice the movement. They use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. I talk to you guys all the time about bird dogs, about how much I love them, and that's genuine truth, man. They sent me two pairs, one that was a cotton blend, one that was a polyester blend, and I love them both. The white cotton blend khaki shorts that they sent me, Scotty, are perfect for these summer days. Well, I I say that. I look outside, and it's thunderstorming right now. That happened apparently at some point since we started recording. Uh, But when the sun's out, you bet your butt those guns are out. And by guns, I mean bird dog shorts. I am not funny whatsoever. Uh, but those other polyester blend guys are perfect for the gym. You can wear them as a swimming suit, and they both have inline, uh, built in boxer briefs that are super comfortable. So check out bird dogs, guys. You won't regret it. Go to birddogs.com slash lockdown NHL for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash lockdown NHL for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off, we
0: promise. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member
1: FDIC. Segment two, Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Scotty, I just hope that... You're not my... a
0: real person. That <laughs> I was, was, gonna... was unbelievable.
1: I was just going to say that I hope that my really bad attempts at humor come off as endearing and not as cringy as they probably do. Just like, I hope people hear that and they go, that's endearing and not like, Oh, because sometimes I say things and I go, why did I say
0: that? <laughs> that was really crazy.
1: dude. That was crazy. It's crazy. Not good. Um, but bird dogs are awesome. Definitely are? tried those out. My humor, notwithstanding the the product is great. Uh, Vladimir Cherisenko, Scotty, you were asking what kind of deal it would take. Now, I'm going to be honest with you when it comes to guys like this, guys that have a track record of success in the NHL, but are on the wrong side of 30 and have an injury history. When I try to guess contracts, I'll be blunt. I'm pure gut feeling. I don't have anything like backing me up on that. I don't have like any projection model to know this is what this guy's going to command, but based on pure gut instinct, I think if I'm Iserman, I'm not comfortable giving him more than a three-year deal max, mm-hmm. three years max, and maybe five mil. And I feel like that is completely—I don't—I think that's a non-starter for Tarasenko. But that's just me being super apprehensive about his injury history. And I know you, Scotty, probably are like he still has it. I don't know. I'm not gonna speak for you. I'm gonna let you say your piece. But I just. I'm more worried that he doesn't still have it in him long term.
0: Yeah, and and I, I guess um, I'm I'm in a similar boat for sure. Like I, I I I'll say what I said yesterday again today. I'm not worried about the Red Wings dishing out a four plus year deal here. Like I'm I'm not I'm not really wherever he ends up. I I highly doubt that he's going to be getting some four or five year deal just with the age and the injury history that we've. Uh, already laid out in in detail here but i i think if we can assume the years are going to be comfortable like if, if we can assume that if we can assume it's not going to be more than three which i'm with you on that so we're gonna we're gonna assume that i was also kind of in a in a similar ballpark there aav wise maybe Maybe like half a mil, either added on or taken off. I doubt it goes sub five, to be honest. But like, I, I I'm I'm kind of in a in a similar ballpark there. And when looking at the layout of the team, man, it's tough. It's a really tough conversation because like, <laughs> if you could if you could guarantee sixty plus games each of the next three years for that. I would take I would take that I, I would take five I might even be able to be convinced that five and a half to be honest um, over the next three years with what he brings to a hockey team and being able to be that like second line center you know like solidify guy the the center depth would immediately get leaps and bounds better I'm'm I'm, I could very easily be convinced of that it's just it's really really scary. And I also don't know what his AA, what the value is for his AAV because it's when, when doing these predictions on what's a player going to get paid, what's a player worth, you look at other players historically that have been in a similar situation. A, the cap has never been bigger. So that's already kind of a weird part of it because the cap gets bigger and bigger every offseason now, but B, it's very difficult to find a comparable to like a point a game or better player when he was healthy for the first like almost seven years of his career. Yeah. And then has barely been healthy for the last five and now is on the open market in his early 30s. Like that's just a very niche thing. I don't know if teams are going to, like, if all 30 teams are going to be as apprehensible and he's not going to have a, a, a huge market. Somebody, he's going to play somewhere, obviously, but like if the market's not competitive competitive enough to drive up that price or whether it's going to be a situation where people are going to go, look, uh, like I said, the cap has never been bigger in the history of hockey. Let's go spend some money and take some chances on, on a guy that we know at his best is a 40-goal scorer.
1: You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of when the Pistons got Derrick Rose, just a guy who early Her. in his career was looked at a, like he was going to – Going to be a stud, but then banged up with injuries ever since. Like
0: the the only difference is, I I still think that in the hockey sense, I still think that Tarasenko has the ability to be a very productive player. Whereas Derrick Rose, like like everybody, including Derrick Rose, knew what his role on the team was, and that was going to be like a sixth or seventh man. Like no one was like oh, the Pistons are bringing in Derek Rose because maybe he'll be an MVP again. You know what I mean? And, like, not, I guess, not that the Wings are bringing in Tarasenko thinking he's going to put up 40, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, production-wise, like he's going to be their second-line center, like, immediately, the second that he would put pen to paper here. Yeah.
1: So, and there, there, so there, there was it. Okay, cool. There, there, there are two big reasons why I just don't think it's going to happen, though. One, I mean, Tarasenko does have his Stanley Cup already, but I, I think he just is, he wants to win still. Like, it's hard to get a guy like Tarasenko to come to a team like the Detroit Red Wings. And that's we we've had Eiserman buy have guys buy in before. Like that's not trying to say like, that's going to be a problem, but Tarasenko knows he's on the wrong side of 30. He can't really afford to wait much longer to get his second cup, you know? And I don't think that's as big of an issue as my second point. My second point being, I don't think the Red Wings are in a position to take a gamble on a guy. The only situation where I would see this being a guy the Red Wings are signing to try and make work is if they swing and miss on every trade target this off season and they need a guy they think can be a goal scorer. I don't think the Red Wings are in a position as an organization trying to take a step forward right now to take a swing on a guy who might be too banged up to put 30 goals up ever again. Like even if it's just a short two, three year contract, the Red Wings need somebody who, who has done it and who has done it recently, Recently, not five years ago. I mean, granted, he did do it recently, two years ago with 34 goals in all in his defense, but that's one season out of five where he's been banged up with injury. And it's just, I think the Red Wings are in a position now where they need somebody who can do it right now. They can't really afford to take that gamble on a guy who has been more injured, who's been more off the ice than he's been on the ice in recent seasons.
0: Yeah, I I would say that for the price that we're discussing, I agree with you. I do think that if the price gets low enough, then they are. I I, I think that because we have so much cap room. This isn't like, oh, you have one free agent this offseason like a lot of other teams and you better hit on them. Like the Wings could go out and sign five free agents and still have cap left over. Like that, you know what I mean? Like they need
1: to spend eight.
0: (laughs) Right. Like there's, there's, they're not even at the floor presently. So like I, I do think that there's a price where if it goes low enough, I would be all for the wings. Like if, we, if we're if we on here a month from now and and Teresinko signs with the wild and it's like, oh, you know, he signed a three-year, a three-by-three three deal where it's like three AA, $3 million AAV or something ridiculously low. That's again, not going to happen. Um, then I'd look and be like, all right, well, I wouldn't have minded that because that's easily expendable if it doesn't work out. That that's not hindering the team's Spending, but I agree at, at the price that I we both seem to believe is likely going to take to land him. I, I would agree the wings are looking for long term help that is a lot more pro not proven, probably isn't the right word to use with him, but uh, it's a lot more dependable uh, guaranteed, I guess. yeah.
1: Yeah. And, you know, you brought something up too that I think is, is kind of the nail on the coffin in this conversation for me is that, you know, if the price gets low enough, then I'd say yes. Well, the price gets low enough, every team in the NHL would say yes. Because at that point, it becomes a good enough gamble that you're willing to, you know, roll the dice on. And then Stanley Cup contender is going to be in there. I mean, honestly, I think a guy like Tarasenko has two teams, two types of teams. You're either going to get a rebuilding team, that can take a flyer on a guy that it's like like the Red Wings were early in their rebuild, that can just give money to a guy and see if they get lucky. Or you're going to get a Stanley Cup contender that is trying to run it back, and is hoping that this player has enough left in their tank to help them get over the edge. The Detroit Red Wings are neither of those teams. They're in that frothy middle as we like to say right. right now. We're trying to
0: get slingshotted into contention.
1: Yeah. yeah, and I don't think Tarasenko at 31 with all of his injury history is that guy who can slingshot them back into contention. In the end, I guess I'm going to wrap up the conversation because we got to move on to our second ad read here. My, My final thing is I would say yes if the circumstances were specifically short-term, low price, but... I don't see that being the case. I see there being a bidding war on this week, this week market for a guy who has name recognition and does have a history of success, albeit five years ago. So I just don't see the Red Wings really seeing this guy as a as a realistic option, unless they just swing and a miss on every other target on the trade market.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, your last point there was uh, a really good one as well. Just of the the free agent market is weak. Like this is uh, a free agent market in which this dude is one of the going to be one of the more coveted forwards on the entire market. And uh, so I I think that that would probably lead the price to not dip too terribly low either. Exactly.
1: We're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we're going to finish off the week with a, how do you feel about it Friday? But first I got to talk to you guys today about game time. Game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means that you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time, will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy. So you know exactly what to get when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps in your set, and they're sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on NHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. and even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket. All while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O dot with code NHL. Segment three, Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Scotty, let's have a how do you feel about a Friday? It's been a while since we've had one of these. Um, how should we lead things off? I, I got one. How do you feel about the possibility of the Detroit Lions getting hard knocks, running it back for a season two?
0: It's pretty wild. Um I mean, it didn't seem to to negatively affect the team last year. So, like, I, I I'm, I'm, you know, any I, anytime we can get a peek behind the curtain at at that organization, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be pretty pumped. I, I don't know. I, I am still very much of the belief that I doubt it happens. Like, I, I don't think that that's like a likely scenario. But, um, I have heard that they are struggling to uh, to find a willing participant. There's also a list of, like, four teams that, that they can, quote, unquote, force. force to do it just with, like, their contract with the NFL. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I highly, highly doubt that it is going to happen. I really do. But um, it is kind of cool that last year's was such a success that they're like, hey, you know, let's run it back. The Bengals back in the day did it like twice in three years. I want to say there was a stretch there where the like before Joe Burrow even like the bad Bengals got it like twice, got it like twice in three years. Like so Andy like they're, Dalton, they're, the Red Rocket not afraid to do that. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm for it if it happens. I just don't think it's going to.
1: Yeah, as a viewer, I love it. Like it was such a fun watch. But I would be hesitant, especially if they get the midseason one. Like, I just don't want distractions. Like, this is supposed to be the year. This is supposed to be the team
0: that finally. I don't finally... want the mid-season one. Yeah, I want like the... the, like, real hard knocks. Like, the, yeah. the five episodes leading up to week one of the regular season, and that's it. I just I don't, I don't want I just don't anything
1: getting in their either. way. No. The Cardinals interest.
0: had the mid-season one last year, and I don't even think anyone watches the mid-season one.
1: Yeah, well, also the Cardinals were bad and were going to be bad, so I don't know Yeah, I like yeah. That. It's just
0: like no one cares about mid-season. Like, that's. I don't know. No one cares about the mid-season one. That, yeah. Like everyone, only really cares about like B hard knocks, which is the You know, the the preseason and whatnot.
1: So, I, uh, how
0: do you feel about thunderstorms?
1: I love them. I, I used to, like any child. I was terrified of uh of them as a kid, and then uh, turned into loving them and, and vibing with this one right now. Excited to stop talking to you so I can vibe with it better in about five minutes here.
0: Wow, that's. That's, that's tasteful. No, I agree though. It sounds like it's going to, it's going to last a while. Glad the Tigers are playing in Minnesota today. Oh, so you I mean don't...
1: where the air quality is horrible again?
0: Where you about to rain out? Yeah, I know. It's just.
1: Cause now we have a Western Canada wildfire that's bringing smoke.
0: Right. All across the continent, all the way back over now. It's insane, man.
1: But I mean. Hopefully they get some of this rain. That's the that's the reason why there is all these wildfires is that didn't rain on the continent of North America for like a month straight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like no one had rain for like literally a month. <laughs> this is our, like our first real thunderstorm. It's the middle of June. Yeah.
1: But yeah, you're right. It is. I don't remember having any in May.
0: We had one, I, I think yesterday, actually. We've, this is the second day in a row. We had a little, like, oh. obviously you know, whatever, then the Tigers got rained out earlier this week. So this week, I guess I should say, is like the first, like, real rain we've gotten, which is wild.
1: How do you feel about the NHL season officially being over and we are now officially into the off season?
0: Um, You know, I, I, I'm pumped just because NHL offseason is kind of like reality TV. <laughs> like, it's going to be... <laughs> It's going to be a little. It's going to be pretty electric. There's going to be a lot of trades going on. We already know of several players that are like hundred percent getting traded, obviously free agency, the draft. I'm super pumped for, for this draft, you know, Red Wings, especially, but the one thing that I, I had this thought earlier today uh, when I was listening to um, Armando, the lockdown Panthers host, I was listening to his show, like first show posts, you know, Stanley cup and, and him, just kind of recapping the season and whatnot. And I was just thinking like, I can't wait until the Red Wings are at a spot where we don't have to start our off season discussion in the April? middle of April. Like, <laughs> He's just now starting off season content on June 15th, bro.
1: He's probably like, man, I have so much to get through and so little time. Right, to do it. Like,
0: He's like strapped for how he's going to talk about all the off season stuff he's got to talk about in time and we've been doing off season stuff for two whole months,
1: five days a week, sometimes that's four, like, but
0: that's, just, it's just like, it's crazy. Like I, I, I don't want to sound, I, 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 you know, I'm not asking for like a cup run next year, but just, I am for the sake. Well, I mean, okay. I, I guess I, <laughs> I love one. Um, I, Just for the sake of uh, not, not like, you know, like we, struggle with what we're going to talk about or whatever but just in the sense of like I I miss I I miss being in the playoffs for sure but I miss not having to think about the offseason until like at least May you know I I, I I I miss that I miss like all the other teams you know like half the league you're like yeah like go have your offseason whatever and us being one of the teams where it's like all right we don't even have to worry about who's coming back, who's not, whatever. I, I miss kicking that can down the road because it's absolutely. been, you know, seven, eight years since we've had that.
1: Scotty, I should absolutely not be allowed to make the backgrounds anymore for our for our you spell art. another name wrong. Not a name, just a word. <laughs> <laughs> it's just How a do Canadian you spelling. Feel a boot A-Boot it Friday.
0: A boot. Oh, wow. I almost thought there was three there for a second. Yeah, yeah. that was. How That's do you feel it. about
1: a, a boot? I've never been good at proofreading and it, it's the bane of my existence. Uh, <sighs> two O's in there. How how do you feel a boot at Friday? Just the Canadian, a Canadian, man. is hockey, eh? Friday. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: let's see. Is it, you know?
0: I don't know. Is it?
1: Yeah. How do you feel about, I asked, how do you feel about the season being over?
0: Oh right. Um, you uh, how do you feel about? <laughs> um. I already asked you how you felt about Monty a couple of weeks ago, didn't I? Uh,
1: maybe. I think so. That yeah, we talked about it. I do remember talking about it.
0: Yeah, I feel like we did. How do you feel um, What? How do you feel about Zion? I mean, we're not talking about that <laughs> right now. Um uh, uh, th- yeah, no, you're you're,
1: um, you're Nothing right now rattling around in you. I house. really,
0: I have nothing. Uh let me check my phone.
1: <laughs> check your phone.
0: <laughs> How do you feel about there's nothing on here, it's dry. Um that's what. She- Gosh, what's your favorite amazing? tigers logo ever
1: um i'll be i think it's the 19 the the top one i think 1968 so, yeah yeah that one for sure i love that one
0: yeah i think that's mine too
1: yeah there are, the old english d is cool but
0: the old english d is like like a brand of like the city yeah uh, honestly like it's you know like it'll never change thank goodness i love it more than anything in the world but as far I don't even really view it as like a logo anymore. Like, does that sound weird? Like, I don't even like, it's, like it is, but I don't yeah. even really. No, I get you. View it as the logo. Like, that's just like the brand of, of like the city of Detroit. Like Tiger logo. I, I have a soft spot for this one yeah. because of like my childhood in 06 and everything. But my favorite, I think is the, is the sixties one. And then the crack tiger is obviously. Yeah. yeah
1: the Just like, I, I, I
0: see the first ever one. Yes. The red yes. just, like, looks like a five-year-old just, like, drew a red outline of a tiger. That you, know, awesome.
1: you know what's crazy, too, is, like, we've had good art as a species since, like, the, what, the fifteen. Like, I mean, that's generalizing. But, like, the Renaissance era, we've had amazing art yeah, for, like yeah. centuries. And then professional I mean, sports like teams. Egypt? Like- yeah. <laughs> yeah, like and then professional for, sports teams, like ever, pretty much. Professional sports teams are just out here like, this is a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> in the 20th century, yeah. like it was early, but like it wasn't the 20th century.
1: It's like it's not like art got invented in the last 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> like you tell me, it's it's legit. Like the owner bought the team and is like, "Crap, we need a logo," and just like scribble on a piece of paper as best he could,
0: Literally. and then he's like, "Print it." <laughs> so funny.
1: All right, buddy. Well, uh, let's, let's send this into the weekend. What are your final thoughts? We ball. We do ball. We'll be back with a new episode on Monday. Stay tuned for that. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. Every day.